Hey, it's Travis, just popping in at the beginning of the episode to mention a few things. First, we are nearing the end of this first season. This episode is not the last episode of the season, but next week's episode will be. I just thought I would let you know what we have coming after that. We have some tentative plans, we have some for sure plans, but here's what we know so far. For sure, what you're going to get the week after our finale episode is going to be an out-of-character discussion of our first season, how we thought it went, what things we want to change to improve for the se- for the second season, uh, what things we thought we did well and want to make sure we do more of in season two and beyond. Uh, and then we're also going to be uh, rolling the dice to determine uh, who's going to DM for next season, and then that person will choose whatever role-playing system they want to use for the second season of Very Random Encounters. Really excited about it. We also want to mention, just to make it clear, there's not going to be an extended break or anything between the two seasons. Every week you're going to be getting something in the VRE feed. The other thing I wanted to mention is that in this episode we had some technical difficulties, specifically with Logan's audio, so it's not going to sound quite as good as it usually does. I tried to do my best. I think it sounds alright, but just, yeah, bear with us. Enjoy this episode. There's some pretty wild stuff that happens in it. I won't give it away, but anyway, here it goes. Not everyone is destined for greatness. These are their stories. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other weirder stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I am Logan. I'm Lee. I'm Travis. I'm Greg. So last time I cast this bitch in fog cloud, and then we got into a fight with stupid what's her face. And Goofy was making, like, rockin' ass music the whole time, so the crowd was, like, totally on our side. And then I said some really sweet stuff, and I don't know, Zegnon cast, like, this thing that made What's-Her-Face really mad. Saku is her name. And then the crowd threw a fucking robot at Zegnon. This is probably before the... The secret word is, but the secret word was Saku, and Travis just said it, and <laughs> I don't even... Maybe I made that one too easy. That's a little on the nosy. Yeah, but I keep forgetting this was it. a setup. All right, hit me, kill me, please. End this. Uh, all right, so that uh, that robot head lands right in front of you, and you have this like really strange and sudden craving for non-food items, like... Like a robot head. You just think it looks delicious. I do? Yeah, you... Zegnilm was just like, hmm, that looks, like, real good. Tasty. Wait, is this the outcome of the secret word, or is this part of the robot head? Who could say? Anyway, the robot head fires a laser at Zegnilm. That's the first thing that happens in this campaign. Or, wait, what? That's the, that is the first thing that happened in this campaign. You might be wondering how I got into this situation. <laughs> <laughs> this has all been a flashback. All right, so, Zegnil, can you give me a dexterity saving throw? That's an 11. Don't you have advantage on things you can see, though? 
Oh, yes, I do. Thank you. That is a 15. All right. Yeah. Um, you'll take half damage from this as you sort of try to leap away from the laser firing at you. That's 25 damage that it did Holy to you. Holy shit. What? That's yeah. half damage? That's no, 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 no. Take half of that. Oh, that would that's... have knocked me out outright. <laughs> no, yeah. If I had max HP, I would have one hit point left. Wow. <laughs> okay. So uh, do I round up or down in down. 5e? I can't remember. Down. Most things are down. Okay, so I take seven damage. No, no. You take 25. 12 damage. Wow. 12, 12 damage. Okay. Ow. Yeah. That's the resolution of wow. the cliffhanger, which is that Zagdale almost dies. But well, I mean, at least you didn't damage, actually die. Right? Yeah. Yeah, 12 yeah, damage. Yeah, I have 11 hit points left. There's still this chant going on in the crowd of like, we hate, we hate Saku. On her turn, she sort of like steals herself and you see her like focus in and the, the crown just goes away. And she looks around and she says, I think you guys might have forgotten who the fuck is your boss. Um, so she grabs she grabs hold of her um, her charm that you guys have. Well, uh, Zegnum is aware that it's glowing with magical energy and this like tendrils of blackness come out of her and reach into the crowd. Oh, and you see the goblins and the other stuff. Their eyes start glowing, and they—it's—it's it's like they're only just like this solid white glow, and where the the chant just dies off very quickly, and it's replaced with this like. <sighs> oh, so that's why uh, Raymond at all couldn't remember anything. Saku has shaken shaken off the crown of madness and done something to the crowd. Now it's Raymond's turn. Raymond also seems a little weird, but he seems to be struggling against it. So, let's see. Raymond, he, he's, he's like staring intently at his friendship bracelets and like, no, you, you, can't, you can't do it, Raymond. The power of friendship, friendship is magic. While it, it doesn't seem like he's converted to the same thing, like his eyes aren't lit up or anything, he does seem very preoccupied with stopping whatever is happening from happening. Okay. You can do it, buddy. <laughs> We're back up to Gregory Hayden. I I open my backpack and I like lean in and whisper to Steamy. Okay, little guy, this is your one shot. I need you to wreck that lady. Good. And then I open the bag and let him out. He he, sort of like pours out of the bag. <laughs> and Steamy is made out of steam entirely. He seems intent on doing harm to Saku. So. Great. Does Steamy get more powerful because he's surrounded by other water vapor that he can consolidate into his form? Uh, I guess we'll find out on Steamy's turn, um, but uh, that was uh, an action for Gregory Hayden, but you can have like a you know, bonus action. or. Where's the robot head? It's near. It's actually pretty near you. You could move over to it. Okay, if you to. yeah. It's still, it, like now that it's like shot a laser at uh, Zagnelm, it seems to be sort of like recharging. 
Okay, I'm going to use a key point to do flurry of blows against it. That is a seven. I got a seven. <laughs> well, also, this is a prone target. Like, it's just a head on the ground, and it can't really move. So, I, Yeah, you, you have advantage, advantage too. Okay. Yep, rolled a seven twice. So how about those other attacks? Second attack. Okay. Do I get advantage on those two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still it's still on the ground. Eleven? Does that do it? Uh, eleven? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. You punch it a little bit. Okay. Um, so it's already pretty junked up because it was on a heap of garbage. Uh, can you roll damage for me? Yeah. So four. Four damage. Oh wow, that's pretty good. Okay. Um, yeah, you give it a big sock, and um, it lands pointing at. Uh, Raymond Bell. Oh, so. sorry, Raymond. But it does seem to be like it's it's got a big old clunk taken out of it. So, okay, okay it's Goofy's turn. Uh, does it seem like the crowd is firmly enchanted? You don't have a good reference for like if you could break them out with a like a crazy riff or whatever. Um, I mean, to your mind right now, their eyes are they're like zombies, you know. Her amulet was on a metal chain, correct? Yes. All right, and I know roughly where she is. I mean, you can go to the place where she used to be. I'll head that way. Okay. I'll hop off the stage and head in. I'll keep the music up for now. Okay. Until I find her. So... Yeah. She was actually in the same spot okay. where she was, so you're good. But, uh, yeah. So once I make visual contact, uh, and I'm not next to her, but like 10 feet away... Mm-hmm. Uh, I cast on the metal chain, heat metal. Yeah. <laughs> she will take 11 damage. Okay. And then she can make a constitution saving throw to rip it off and throw it away. Or she can choose to fail that and keep it on. She chooses to fail it. Good. I use my rest of my movement to fade back into the mist. <laughs> Um, the little goblin that was near you guys that got thrown in by another goblin is going and he, his eyes are just the same as all the other goblins, these glowing white things. So he, uh, it's, uh, that's Zegdelm. Oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> You're raging. So that has, unlike an energy weapon, it, it is blunted by your rage. All right. What's that AC? 10. Uh, the first one misses. Ooh. The second one hits. Five damage. And what was he hitting with? Is it something I'm resistant to as a raging barbarian? It's a scimitar, so it's slashing damage. So I instead take two. Okay, uh, so that was the goblin's turn. It's Steamy's turn. Yay, Steamy. You have no idea where Steamy is right now because he's made of the same stuff that's surrounding you. And he sort of just fades into all the smoke around you. Okay. You hear some, like, in the general vicinity of Saku, uh, but it doesn't seem like she's phased mm. by whatever happened. It's okay, Steamy. All right, the audience, their zombified forms, one of them named Jesse W. from Facebook, hurls. Another goblin into the fray. 
that does not end up hitting any of you, but it was thrown. It was thrown at. It was thrown at Gregory, so it's near. It's very close to Gregory, but it did not hit you. Okay. By the way, Jesse from Facebook got a five. Thanks, Jesse Woo-hoo. from Facebook. Jesse W. Thank you for not hitting me with a goblin. <laughs> Yay! That works well Thank for us. Thank you for not having the end of this character's life be by the hands of a listener. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That would be pretty funny, though. Anyway, uh, speaking of Zegnel, it's it's her turn. Whew. All right. So, a few questions. Where is Saku in relation to me? Fairly close. Like, you, you were trying to attack her last, yep. right? And will one of us go in the initiative order before the Terminator head? Because if the answer is no, I want to go and destroy that thing. If the answer is yes, <laughs> like if there are more allies before that thing shoots again, then I'll say they can probably take care of it because it was already almost trashed. But if I'm the only person before it starts dealing 25 damage to some fool, I want to make sure I destroy it. Um, well... You know that the the first time that it shot at you was right after your turn. Okay. In that case, I am going to use a bonus action. This is something I get with Path of the Ancestral Guardian. I'm going to choose Saku, uh, and this ability makes it so that when I'm raging, I can use a bonus action on my turn to choose one creature within five feet of me. You said she was really close. Um, Mm -hmm. Until the start of my next turn, uh, or until my rage ends, the chosen creature has disadvantage on any attack roll that does not target me, and if it takes the disengage action uh, within five feet of me, its speed is halved until the end of its turn. Um, and the fictional, like the fluff, the description of this <laughs> in, for Path of the Ancestral Guardian is uh, they're sort of distracted by a an ancestor that's sort of popping into, uh, an ancestor spirit that pops into place next to them. So with my reskin of that path as like, uh, with like using like nature spirits, I'm saying instead that there is a spiritual squirrel that is running all over her <laughs> and her armor that is distracting her. So I am going to head on over to the... So now that I have done that to Saku, I'm heading over to the head and I want to use a reckless attack to hit it. And that means any attack on me in the next turn will have advantage. All right. And so instead, me- and in, in uh, there is a good point of that. <laughs> also, I get advantage on this. At- Actually, is it still prone? Yeah, it's prone, so you'll have it. Th- there's no po- then there's no, yeah, there's point, no point in doing it, so I won't use Reckless Attack. Okay. 17. 17, got it. That's two damage. <laughs> All right, so you, you give it another dent, and now it is pointing at... Saka. <laughs> no luck. It's pointing at Gregory Hayden. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. <Okay>. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the uh, it's the audience's turn. They are still zombified. Uh, this time, Sean McCoy uh, on Twitter. Uh, he's a big friend of the show, and everybody should check out his podcast, that Tuesday Night Podcast. Uh, and he's given me a lot, a lot of resources to help me out on this this randomization journey. Anyway, uh, really cool goblin named Sean hurls 
a, a sousaphone. So the, Sean was one of the one of the band members, and he has hurled a sousaphone at <laughs> at Gregory Hayden, of course. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Has anything um, bad ever happened to Gavidnit in this entire state? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, hey, now you know no. you lived a term life. <laughs> so a sousaphone hits near Gregory Hayden but does not contact with her. Sean only rolled a three. So nice. there you go. Thanks, Sean. And now the robot has fully charged and shoots a blast at Gregory Hayden. So Gregory Hayden, give me a dexterity saving throw. Eight. Eight does not get there. Twenty-four damage. Wow. Well, fuck. I'm down. All right, Gregory Hayden is shot with a laser and goes down, probably muttering something about her crew. <laughs> That's very heartfelt. Yes. There's a moment where my rage dissipates long enough for me to for me to say, "I'll avenge you, my captain." <laughs> it's it's Saku's turn. All right, so the burning uh, necklace around her neck, you see from the the actual charm, the main part of the necklace. Mm-hmm. There's like it sort of sparks, and there's a like ice forms around the entirety of the necklace. And uh, Gooby, you understand that there's there's no reason to keep that up. The heat metal, but it did do eleven damage to her. What? Yeah. Why? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I guess you gotta figure it out. So, Saku, uh, being sound of mind once more, turns to to Zegno, because Gregory Hayden is down on the ground. So, she's hitting Zegno. She has disadvantage. Yep. No, she has disadvantage if she attacks anyone she other took, than me. She took damage from heat metal. She has disadvantage. Oh, okay, cool. Ah, okay. So she was going to have disadvantage no matter what. Yep. And again, that that armor class is what now? Ten. Ten. Ten? Yeah, ten. Just ten? It's been ten. Like the show. It's always been ten. <laughs> it's, it's been ten. Like the children's program. <laughs> Yeah. About the boy who transforms into different Cronenbergs. (laughs) (laughs) That that definitely got you. Uh, That's nine damage. Oh, I'm down. I guess I'm not going to be avenging anyone. Well, what type type of damage is it? Oh, that's slashing. Yeah. Ooh, yes. Okay. So I only take four. And I'm down to five hit points. Uh, I mean, she's she's hitting you with her other cheat, so... (laughs) Still disadvantage on that? Yep. All right, well, she still hit. Okay, 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 okay. Before she hits, can I say something? Sure. For poetic justice. So I say, before you do this, pay me the honor of telling me why you do this. Uh, Saku, like, her eyes light up. I mean... Fucking duh, cause you're wicked. I've gotta, I've gotta make sure nobody, nobody around here is wicked. So you can't let this, this d bag out of here. You know nothing of righteous fury. 
Oh, I'm being pretty righteous to your ass right now. <laughs> yeah, that's nine damage. So again, I resist it. So again, yeah. I take four. So I have one hit point. <laughs> <laughs> one is enough. Raymond Bell sort of finishes shaking off his his zombification and runs over there. He doesn't really have anything on him. Like, I was thinking, like, could Raymond Bell give them a potion, but where would he get it from? <laughs> He's naked. <laughs> no pockets. He's only got nature's pockets. I don't want anything <laughs> from him. <laughs> hey, guys, I have all these potions. Do you want... <laughs> Do you want any of these potions? <laughs> Gregory wakes up. No. <laughs> Falls back no to sleep. <laughs> uh, Raymond tries to tackle Saku. Poor Raymond. Well, <laughs> he did his best. Uh, yeah, Saku just just sidesteps him very easily and is is unimpressed. So that was that was Raymond's turn. Uh, it's Gregory Hayden. It's turn to make a death save. Oof. That's a four. Well, that's one bad death save. Whew. Okay, so now it's Gooby's turn. So the metal is still heated. Does it seem to be melting the ice at all? Uh, it seems like your your spell is gone from that particular ornament. Uh, she's wearing a metal breastplate, correct? Yes. Heat. Metal. <laughs> Heat. Dat. Metal. <laughs> 13 points of damage, and she can make a constitution saving throw to attempt to start ripping that armor off. However, it takes a long time to get rid of armor. Right, it's, it's yeah, I, it, took, it took a team to get this armor onto her. All right, constitution saving throw. Uh, she failed it. Um, does that mean that she has to take it off? Or that nope, she doesn't, have she doesn't even have the option. Oh, okay. So she has to keep taking the heat damage. Yep. Mm-hmm. You notice that there is not some kind of ice thing coming to save her this time. Okay. That was Gooby's turn. Uh, that the little, our little goblin friend is going to attack Zegnome because mm -hmm. he's awake. First of all, the goblin misses. Whew. And second <laughs> of all, you hear as it gets towards you. And it seems like it, it took like boiling hot damage. It's like, oh, steamy. It's, steamy. <laughs> its eyes come back to normal and it seems like it seems to be unaware of where it is. And it's sort of it's very scared right now. This <laughs> there is a dog in the audience. Uh, <laughs> of course there is. Joey the dog. Uh, I want to tell you guys that John Jay from Facebook sent in several videos of uh, them rolling dice. But one of them included his dog rolling a dice. <laughs> and that dog's name is Joey. And that's who rolled this dice. <laughs> How did the dog roll the die in the video? It just sort of knocked it. Awesome. Like it was already on the ground. And I the need dog to take like, a video Pow. of Stig knocking dice off the table. <laughs> Into the toilet where it'll be flushed. You <laughs> would do that, yes. Joey, the dog, hurls into the crowd this, well, not the crowd, but the, into the Coliseum, this thing. He only got a three. Joey only rolled a three, so he did not actually hit Zegnel. So when he, when Joey throws it, there's just like an absence of light near the place, the thing that it threw and the place where it landed. Hmm. You just 
see the light is sort of like sucked into that that area, and it's gone. It's very dark. Okay, with that, it's Zegnil's turn. So I have the two action figures from episode three: colon Make It Weird, <laughs> an action figure of Zegnil, and an action figure figure of Gregory Hayden. Before I take my turn, I set the two action figures standing up right next to Gregory's fallen body. Mm-hmm. And I move Zegnil's arm into a salute. Oh. And I run towards Saku. <laughs> Sword raised. Uh, again, using my bonus action to do the thing with the dancing squirrel. Okay, yeah. She's... She's uh, had about enough of this squirrel shenanigans. Ah, uh, it's a ten. You're wait, wait, aren't you recklessly attacking? Um, not with one HP. Uh-oh. I'm not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, a ten didn't hit Saku. Yeah. It's the audience's action. So this is actually John, the guy with the dog on Facebook. I should probably just say John J. This is yeah. John J on Facebook. Uh, the guy with the dog. There's one more goblin out there. There, This is a total of three goblins that have made it onto the field. They gotta stop throwing goblins. Okay. It's near Gavidnit. So there you go. (laughs) Finally, Gavidnit rolled, or a roll didn't benefit Gavidnit. Okay. So that was John Jay. Thanks, John Jay. And your dog. And his little dog, too, is what I should have said. Um, Well, you blew it. I blew it. Damn it. (laughs) Okay, that was the audience. Now the Terminator sets its sights on, and I've just named it this. It was just a robot head, but <laughs> you guys have, have done your thing. This hits Saku. Yes! <laughs> okay, this looks like, I mean, this this is a direct hit on her. She, like, shimmied out of the way, but it's still, it's still like, devastating. Uh, she looks real bad off, and also her armor is, like, on fire. What, are you, uh, what you idiots? What are you doing? Uh, this is not supposed. This is not how it happens. This isn't at all how this works. Well, you know, you were full of surprises. You can't do this. Don't, you don't understand what's going to happen if 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 I falter. Well, you know, I I believe the rules of the game that the wicked would be punished and killed. And since you trap innocent people in here and are judge jury, I think it's been determined that you are the wicked one. And therefore, you know, the game is playing out like it must. You don't understand what Wicked is. No, I don't. I don't think you do. She collapses under the heat of her armor. Yeah, that's that's Saku. She's down. Oh, <laughs> you know, what a what a terrible shame. It's it's Raymond's turn and he doesn't really know what to do. Um, I, I, I did it. <laughs> Aren't you guys proud of me? We're very proud. Oh yeah, that's real good. <laughs> Anytime there's someone whose voice is kind of like mine, I can't keep morphing into it. I can't remember which one is mine. <laughs> you did great, buddy. <laughs> okay, so that was Raymond's turn. He celebrates. It's Gregory Hayden's turn to do another death save. Fifteen. All right, that's a successful one. Uh, Goofy, it's your turn. Okay, I'm gonna make my way to Gregory Hayden. Uh huh. I gently lay uh, my hand upon Gregory Hayden's shoulder and whisper, Cure wounds. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I heal eight points back. And as my bonus action, heat metal activates. <laughs> okay. And she takes Saku takes another eleven points of damage, which if she's making right. death saves means she fails twice. Right. She has she's failed two death saving throws. Don't do the oh Zagnil and I hate this. Oh, you know, it's my job. She doesn't know what she's doing. I... Oh, I think she's well aware of what she did. But we can, we can teach her to, to channel this better. You know, and sometimes, you know, it might be better that she teaches that lesson in a different life. Well, uh, Zegdil, I guess you're going to have to run over there and save her if you are wanting to do that. So there's been a ton of commotion, and the crowd, like, you see suddenly... Up from some of the stairs, there's a, there's little trap doors, and the scorpions come out. And uh, as soon as as soon as Nicholas Barber pops out, you hear Peta. He's like, Nicholas, Nicholas Barber, I love you, Nicholas. Yeah, the scorpions are are watching, and they seem like sort of taken aback that Saku's on the ground. Nicholas speaks up and is like, Um, whoa, uh, whoa, that's. This is different. I don't know. What's the protocol here? Is uh, Shistrom there? Yeah, Shistrom's up there. Take her to the garden. No. Oh, that's, no. Not, that's not my job. Well, she did. <laughs> uh, she doesn't seem dead yet. Oh, I'll make her dead. The other goblins, like all three goblins that are down there, but their their eyes aren't white anymore. They seem very scared and they just sort of run away as fast as they can. Especially after seeing their their leader taken down by you guys. Steamy reconstitutes himself on your shoulder, Gregory Hayden. Hey, Steamy. You did good. <laughs> and seems glad that you are awake. The audience is, it's their turn, but they're like sort of waiting with bated breath. They're no longer like animated to throw anything out. And now it's Zegnon's turn. The last thing I say before I drop my, the last thing I say in rage voice before I drop my rage is, I yell something I heard quite a while ago. I yell, War is over! (laughs) (laughs) I walk up to Saku. I take off her armor, and I do the best I can to do a medicine check to stabilize her. Okay, roll me up medicine. It's an eight. That doesn't seem to stabilize her. When you take off her armor, like what? Describe to me what happens. Like, what do you take off? Oh, I, I'm taking off the chest plate because I don't want it. I don't okay, want so the it to kill the her. Only the part. You're not taking off like her, um, like greaves or anything. Just just the chest chest plate and the amulet. Okay. All right. In the minute that I see actually Zegnon going over to touch the armor, I will stop concentrating on the spell, so it the heat is no longer there. Again, the audience is still sort of like just. Watching with rapt enthusiasm. The Terminator head, however. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, that's shooting at Zegnum. So okay. how, how about a dexterity check? You're, you're on one, right? Like It's, it's not going to matter. It, it'll yeah. will kill. I'll take half damage and then I'll get yeah. knocked out. That thing shoots you right to the ground. Uh, so this would be Saku's turn. Hey, Greg. Yes? What does it mean if she gets a 10? Is that a success? Yeah, or it's 10 or better. Okay, so okay, so she's not quite dead yet. <laughs> Logan almost had a heart attack. 
Oh no, it would just be a different sort of interesting. <laughs> the the so the necklace sort of like starts floating of its own free will. It's just floating up into the air. It's Raymond Bell's turn. Sing down, my best friend. He he runs over and uh, attempts to do a medicine check on you. I, I I'm gonna tell you up front. I have no idea what I'm doing. I mean, he's doing his best. <laughs> That's 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 Raymond's tagline, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem to be very effective. Raymond Bell, yeah. doing my best. It's on my business cards. Uh, Gregory Hayden, it is your turn. Oh, I'm sad that Seg went down because my I was going to I was going to run over and help him heal Saku, but now I feel like I need to try it on him instead. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Don't worry about it. I got it in control. Okay. <laughs> How many spell slots do you have? You did heat metal, cure wounds. Don't worry I guess about you're three now. Yeah, I'm, you know I'm I'm real powerful. Okay. Um. All right. So Gregory Hayden looks over at Kvidnet and is like, you know, nods about Zegnon, and then is like, I gotta do this, and runs over to Saku and does a medicine check, and gets a nine. <laughs> Nine, oh, nine we still need to kill the Terminator head too. <laughs> oh yeah, I right. forgot about that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, nine doesn't doesn't yeah, uh, make it. She's she's still struggling. Can you retcon it so that you also uh, use a bonus action to punch the Terminator head? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> I, I I've got another key point. So cool. My last one. Yeah, that that's pretty epic. Doing a flurry of blows on this Terminator head and then <laughs> running up to try and save Saku. Yeah. Okay, so I uh punch. The Terminator head twice. It's oh still prone. Yep, it is. Yeah. Well, Jamie, a six and then a four. Uh, I mean, you. So then you get a second. I mean, I get a second one, but that was the first punch. Okay, nineteen, twenty. Oh my! Oh, the second one's a crit, right? No, 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 because it's a seventeen. Sorry, I was. I like added the three twice. Right. Yeah. Okay, twenty. Okay, and then well, he definitely hits it, yeah. Two damage. Two damage isn't much, but it's enough to finish it off. Like, it, 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 and the, it seems like the, the important circuitry inside the, the head just sizzle out, and its, it's single red eye is no longer red. Okay. I want to, I wanna like, just narrate what happened, because we did it kind of out of order. Essentially what happened was Gregory glances at Gavidnit, does a cinematic nod, punches this robot in the face, punches its circuitry out, taking out one of its eyes, as, as then it powers down, and then runs up to try and stabilize a fallen enemy. That's such an epic turn. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, it's Goofy's turn. Okay. I'm going to make my way to Zegnon's side and I cast my last spell of the day to cure wounds and give Zegnon five back. Thank you, Gavidnit. Oh yeah, you know. Now, will you aid me in helping our new friend? And I oh, gesture to Saku. Oh, just a minute. I want to, you know, take, take a gander at this little necklace. One moment. Okay. And I want to sort of uh, wander over and see if I can grab the necklace. 
you reach out to the necklace and it sort of gets away from your grasp. You can make a dexterity throw to see if you just, if it like occurs to you to hurry up and quick it, quickly grab it. Quick it. <laughs> nope. Absolutely not. That's, <laughs> not with the two. That's a, that's a natural that's one. That's a natural one. I'm like, oh, you, whatever. You, so you were expecting it to stay steady and it moves out of the way and you sort of trip and fall on your face. <laughs> And the thing just flits away and sort of continues ascend, ascending up and in, into the air. So that was Gooby's turn. Do you need Steamy to do anything? He just sort of like is like up on your shoulder, Gregory. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's not like he—he's not tangible. He can't grab the necklace or anything. So. Yeah. Can he, Logan? Uh, you'd have to tell him to, and then see what happens. Okay. I suppose. Um. Simi, can you get it? Uh, he sort of becomes incorporeal again and flies over towards the necklace. When he gets towards it, his whole body like stiffens and he falls out of the air. Oh god, I've run to catch him. Okay, well, give me a dexterity saving throw. Fifteen. Okay, so you like baseball catch dive <laughs> to save your sweet baby. And uh, yeah, you you do. You'd managed to catch him, and you understand that if you hadn't caught him, he would have shattered on the oh. ground because he's frozen now. <gasps> See me. I put oh. I, I hold him. I put him back in my boobs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that was Steamy's turn. The, the audience collectively is like, <gasps> <laughs> I look at the audience. It's okay. I got him. <laughs> They're like, yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, so it's Zegnon's turn. I'm going to do another medicine track to try and stabilize Saku. Okay. Uh, that's a three. Nope. I give uh. him inspiration. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have. You do I, have yeah, inspiration. Have inspiration. This would okay. be the time to use it. So, I'll, yeah, so I'll use my inspiration right now to try again. Yeah. I got a nine. Yeah, that didn't do it either. Um, I'm like, uh, it's like a terrible movie like doing cpr turns into just like slamming my <laughs> fist against her chest I like let you die wake up god damn it don't die on me <laughs> all right so uh it's saku's turn and she's gone she's dead oh no. you understand that she did die on you i i i collapse into her and I scream, and uh, in, I, I let out an enraged scream. As Saku lets out her last breath, the uh, pendant glows very bright, like a bright blue, and sort of shatters. It's just, and then you feel a very powerful earthquake. Everything gets super cold. You see, like these fault lines emanating from the center of the Colosseum and with them, this wave of frost, everybody's, you know, you're shivering at this point because it's so cold. Everybody in the stands is cold as well. I mean, it's just, everything is ice all of a sudden. You hear this. And something that, something just breaks through the bottom of this thing. Of all up through these fault lines through the bottom of the Colosseum, it's it's a giant worm that's sort of it seems like it's made out of 
ice, and you actually recognize it as the monster that was coming through the ground from long ago when you looked at that that bar relief. Do you remember yep. us talking about what bar reliefs oh, are? Oh yeah, and extending our vocabulary. Um, it's that thing, except of course it's much more awful in person. It just looks despicable. Then suddenly, all like where all the faults end, there like ice shards come up. Then they sort of melt and form into these impressionistic sculptures, ice sculptures of various creatures doing it. Uh, oh, hey. There's what? tons and tons of ice sculptures that are just very erotic in nature. What? <laughs> oh, and you know, hey, you know, yep, that's real different. It's, you know, real interesting is what's going on right there. Yep. Um... The worm. The worm curves its head downwards and looks at all of you and says, Hello. Oh, my beautiful zealots. You freed me. Uh, okay. Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) I, well... Some people, I guess you probably know me as the Black God of Hell. But let's just call me God. What does, how does Raymond react to that? Because wasn't that the deity that Raymond worshipped? When you look over to Raymond, he is like child's pose bowing to this creature. And... From the audience, you see Nicholas Barber say, Well, shit. <laughs> Hello, this is Zegnil. I- I'm sorry about the voice. Someone just stole my Zegnil action figure and handed me this script to read. But uh, anyway, here it goes. You can follow... The whole world on Twitter at twitter.com slash VREcast or uh, do the same thing on Facebook at facebook.com slash VREcast. You can follow me at twitter.com slash thetrevisw. Gregory is on Twitter at twitter.com slash yosefbridge. Yavidnit is on Twitter at twitter.com slash whitewing. And you can find uh, everyone else at twitter.com slash Jenkins. Make sure to rate and review the show on iTunes, so you can be like this zealot of the fifth star, Halen Pittman, and get your review read on the show. Halen writes, VRE is a charming and witty listen-along that never fails to entertain. With a DM at the mercy of random dice as much as their PCs, we know every twist is honest. Cheers to the playgroup on an experiment that just plain works. Sorry, I'm still a little angry. Anyway, thanks for listening.